Hello, listeners, and welcome to the OdaFest podcast, season five, episode 16. You're listening to Angelo. And you're listening to me, Nancy. And you're hearing Jay, but you're not listening to him. Yeah. No one listens to Jay. <laughs> but you know who you should listen to? These news and announcements. Yes. In case you missed it, Dara Def is coming to OdaFest 2020. A born and raised Calgarian, partner Twitch streamer, cosplayer, gamer, community manager for New World Interactive, Dara fell in love with cosplay in 2006 when a friend, not wanting to dress up alone, convinced her to make a witch elf from Warhammer Online. After that, she was hooked. Come see her panels and fan meet and greets at OdaFest 2020. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty solid. I mean... Someone goes, I don't know if I can cause, uh, I can go alone to this con. And they're like, I'll just make a whole armored cosplay. How that's, about that? That's such a relatable feeling. Like, that's not, a bro wanting, not wanting to go to the convention dressed up alone. Yeah. Uh, that is, it, it's scary. Yeah. And it's, so this person. It's a bro move. Dara Totes. did a huge bro move. Yeah. Came through. And now she's known for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. Uh, I'm actually super happy to have more local talent online with us and very happy. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what New World Interactive is, they are a, I think, Denver-based company, gaming company, that just started a new office up here in Calgary. And they're known for Insurgency, which is sort of like a war FPS. Uh, I've played it before. Insurgency used to be like a mod for um, Counter-Strike or, or like it was a source mod. Okay. Um, and I um, actually used to like it. I am terrible at war games, <laughs> but I respect what New World Interactive does. Yeah. I have coworkers who love their games. Yeah. Um, so, again, we're very happy to welcome Dara. Uh, what, what do you have for us, Nancy? Oh, yes. Thank you and congratulations to all of our participants at the Oda Olympics at the Microsoft Store at Chinook Mall. We hope everyone had a great time, and we really hope to see you all again soon. Yeah. I'm disappointed that I missed that. I was working that day. Aww. I had other commitments already, but I wanted to go. We had some really cool swag. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but we had some like uh, Xbox button pins. Oh. Uh, we had some uh, sweet swag for everybody that played. Um, nice I heard you. that, well, Bayfar did to, uh, got to go. And he said that, so one of the games played in the sports category was Rocket League. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there was a player who was like a top 1% player oh, geez. there. So oh, my God. He just went there to ringer. noob stomp. Yeah, yeah, right? Way to go in as a ringer. Hey, man, you're allowed to go. And I think it's, as, as much as you're like, oh, well, you know, they stomped or whatever. But it's also good. Like, I think if you're sort of just even lower level or whatever, lower level interest, the, meeting someone who's like, Good at it, top at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. is your, it, it's it the actually, same thing as meeting like your sports hero. It's a little bit hero. inspiring. Yeah, if uh, if they're not if they're a good person, if right? They're a good person. You're meeting inspiring. you're meeting your sports hero, sort of same thing. Like whether you're, like it's gaming or 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 like you know physical sports or something like that. It's always cool to meet an idol in that in that regard, right? Someone who excels at what they do. I think it's just purely. Like it's just pure being impressed, like wow factor when yeah. you see someone who's really truly good at a game. That dude run good. <laughs> he run the he goodest. He dribbled the ball. <laughs> the best. He he balanced the ball on the car. Yeah. Wow, wow, it's nice pretty save. amazing. 
he can keep the game going for 45 seconds in overtime. Christ, yeah. Like, I, I got into Rocket League, but I could never go that crazy. Mm. No, I yeah. I enjoyed the game when it came out. I played it a lot. I got my money's worth. I'll still play a little bit, because it's just a fun little competitive casual. But anyways, uh, last but not least, you can pre-purchase your single day or weekend admission at odafest.com. Weekend passes are on sale for $55, and that's $5 off of the door price. That means you can save $5 and put it to anything else you desire. Put it to bus fare. Oh, I heard the stock market market is crashing. You can put it towards stocks. Okay. Demonetize. As as a attempting to be responsible adult, I tried to start. Buy low. (laughs) I tried to start my tax return a little bit early to see if I should be, you know, before that RSP deadline and try and maybe put a little bit of extra into my RSPs. I looked at my RSP portfolio this weekend and it was devastating. It will rebound eventually. It will. I'm not like, you know... You don't lose money until you pull This it is out. why you buy silver and gold ingots and then bury them I buy in, Bitcoin. A, in a secure location. The most, the most stable investment ever. <laughs> Bitcoin will never drop. That's a total lie. It has never dropped ever. <laughs> no, in the history of Bitcoin ever, it has never... Yeah. No, that's That's why I lie. only invest in Dogecoin. Uh, the you know only a, coin that you know will make a safe you investment? Say, wow. Fest. Yep. <laughs> just come spend your money uh, on something you actually that you I mean it's a better investment than Bitcoin that you can quantify that you can actually physically enjoy exactly you spend your $55 and you just walk in it's that easy yeah. it's true and um, then you go to the pre-reg <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that's true that's a horrible joke right um, speaking of sort of cons and going to them um, Angela we've talked about this before but um, I'm Angelo going to SakuraCon, and yeah, and Dio are gonna go to SakuraCon. I've oh, never, man. have you ever been? I've never been to. Sakura. Would you go? Uh, I would. I would at least or go and you, like experience. Are you it. past your con going days? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I mean, work. Okay, so I will quantify this. I'm with past something. my con going days. I'm going anyway. Jeez. <laughs> I never even started my real con going days. The farthest I've traveled for a con was Edmonton. No, that's not what I like. Your con going no. days have nothing to do with. How far you travel? It's when you're days too are just old for how going. How often are you to going? Conventions regularly. Yeah, yeah. But like just... for for me, working at Odafest has definitely given me a different insight on conventions. Mm-hmm. I didn't start going to Expo until Sean started like yeah. inviting me to go with him. So that that Have in and of itself for... was like, okay, I can go to this convention right. and just enjoy it. Right. I can just walk around like a regular attendee. Mm-hmm. I can just and go to a panel if I want to. Oh my God, what is this life? Right. I, I don't think I've actually done that terribly much outside of Odafest. I would say that uh, a general rule that I have, because we have a lot of friends who have um, significant others who are either not, like who aren't part of the con scene, while, while the contacts that I know and the friends that we have are part of the con scene mm-hmm. in terms of like organizationally. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that, you know, like if you have an SO who, let's say it's like, Person A is a con runner. Person B isn't, but they're together. Uh-huh. That's fine. Um, obviously, you can't. You have to have different expectations that you're not going to see each other during the sort of the weekend, unfortunately, because you just have different priorities during that weekend. Like one of them wants to go cosplay and do photos. The other one's got to run the con, uh-huh. right? So my always, my always rule about that thing is don't run a con. Don't try to start organizing until you're tired of going to the con. And I don't mean tired in a bad way. You're just... You flip the switch from 
participating to organizing because you you have something that you want to see um anyways going back to angelo and dio's thing i asked him earlier whether this is like a vacation because they told me that they're not really gonna go on a vacation vacation where it's like you're not you're, you're just gonna go to sacra you're gonna fly in you can do the con you're gonna fly out Basically. And then you're still going to have, like, vacation time after from, like, work. Well, of course. We've got friends coming in from Vancouver. Because sure. Because why the hell not? Sure. And uh, we've already planned going to bars, bar hopping with them. Sure. Having some good times. And like, a, that, and that's, like, a staycation, right? Yeah. But, I'm just, but I was going to quantify that. No, I mean a... at, at Sacrocon. Oh, at Sacrocon. At Sacrocon. Okay. So, first of all, a staycation to me is not specifically a vacation. It's a vacation in the sense that you're resting, but... Like, it's not a vacation in the sense that you're experiencing something new without having an assigned schedule. I have a question about yeah. that. At what point do you travel to another location in the world to rest? Uh, well, there's always those all-inclusive. Tropical vacations. Oh, I see. So, basically, when you're resort. When you fly uh, 3,000 miles to go sit in a chair on some sand. Okay. Right. I haven't but, done that in a very, very long time. So, I've never done that. Huh. But I would also say that, that, so that's a vacation. Yeah. My argument that is that a vacation is something like traveling to somewhere else. Uh, it doesn't have to be that far, but traveling to somewhere else. But you don't exactly have a set planned event that you're going to. You have to be like sort of, you can plan things. As in you're going to be like, we'll go to the park on Tuesday. And then we're going to go find this restaurant on Thursday. You know what I mean? Like you can do that. But it's not the same thing as being like, we're going to go to France to see the Louvre, oh. and that's it. Okay, how about I'm going to wherever, like I'm going to Italy. So this wouldn't count as a vacation. I'm going to Italy for a wedding. That's not a vacation. Okay. Uh, I would agree is that, with is that, do you Would you agree with that? I would agree with that specific exclusion of what a vacation is not. If that's all you're doing, then yeah, it's not a vacation. But if you're going to Italy... And you're going to a wedding while you're there? Yes, and that's different. But what if, what happens, okay, so how much time outside of the wedding activities do you need to, you know, participate Where's the in cutoff? for it to be? Let's say three days, vacation? three extra days. Three extra days, okay. Because so. I think that's fair, right? Like that's, uh, you're not going to get a lot done in one day. Nope. Two days is still fairly short. Plus you lose a lot of time to travel. Yes, so you want to, you always want to do that thing where you balance out that there's less travel than there is time being there. Yeah. No, totally. Right? I, if you I can. agree. But like the reason why this came up as well is because you mentioned that you're going to go in and you're going to do the con, which I'm not saying you're not going to have fun and then you're going to go out, but it is going there for a specific event such as the same as a wedding or a family reunion or some kind of thing. It's not that you're not going to enjoy yourself. That's not the argument that is whether it makes a vacation or not. But I feel like there's a real element of sort of more freedom that makes the difference. Sort of like at any given moment, you could change the schedule and you wouldn't be upset about it. But in your case, you're going to, to you're going there specifically. You're not just going to skip out on <laughs> when you're there. <laughs> and then you're going to come back. I mean, there's back. nothing keeping us there for half a day. I if I want to just take a uh, Uber it, down to Valve's offices and be like, Hey, Gaben, let me in. <laughs> let me in. Let me in. Uh-huh. But the problem... What's stopping me? Yeah, because I said uh, there should be sort of more time than that. Okay. It's, very, it's, it's a very time-reliant thing. Because the opposite is true, too, where if you stay in a... Lo- like, if you 
travel for vacation, quote unquote, and you go there for like two months, that's almost not a vacation anymore. You start of have to just it like like unless you just have like a lot of lot of money, but you're start of just getting into this repetition that you would find yourself at home where you're you would start know, doing like certain you... things. Like you're gonna have places mm, that you're gonna no go. No matter what, like it, like you're gonna run out of exploration, for example. Like, like would like, you really run out of exploration? Yes, you would, because at, at some point you will not start Let's pushing yourself really to go to every nook and cranny of a place. A densely packed country with lots of interesting experiences. Yes. Take Japan for example. But you're not gonna like everything in Japan. So I don't like everything in Canada. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. For example, if you stayed out in Japan, you're are like. After you do the touristy stuff, right? Yeah. Which honestly would probably take you about a month, I would say, to like sort of go, like if you give yourself a week in sort of every major region and maybe a little bit more, so you could push it to like maybe five weeks at the most. That is some hardcore touristing. Right? Holy that cow. would be exhaustingly touristy. That's the yeah. other thing. You don't, like you don't want to, you don't want to be tired on your vacation. Okay. So, you know, on that point... Angelo, do you actually have SakuraCon like all planned out? Like, do you have an itinerary? You know which panels you want to go to. I have plane tickets and a hotel room. So you okay. and SakuraCon tickets. Okay, so you haven't like gone and exhaustively planned out Good fucking where you're going to be. No, why would I do that? I don't know. Some people are like that. Yeah, I'm not like, like that. that. I mean, I would like, probably choose some items of the interest last, and be like, I'll go. The there. last vacation that I had, yeah, was like that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't but a vacation. It didn't I, feel. I considered probably. it a vacation. Wasn't I were was too hungover to be rested? Were you the one who did all the planning? Hell fucking no! I had to do exactly. Where'd you go? Uh, so this was in November of 2011. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I won a contest at the source mm-hmm. for the the top 50 salespeople in the company. Ooh. Got to go on a four day four night trip to uh, Florida to Miami together. Okay. Yes. That doesn't That's sound awkward. Restful. Uh. So the only <laughs> the only actual work related things we had to do was oh. one party with unlimited free alcohol where you just had to rub elbows with like the higher ups in the company. Right. Uh one presentation for the get the Nexus Prime, uh-huh. the launch for that thing. That was back in 2011. What was right. it actually called? The Samsung Galaxy Nexus, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh. And then beyond that, there were pre-planned events. Like there was there was a catamaran tour, uh, and there was a Miami Dolphins game. Wow! I and am there was going of... to a nightclub, and fuck that thing. So it just that's sucked. really running the borderline for what a vacation is to me, because I don't. It was relaxing enough because I didn't have to talk to anybody I knew. Sure, I would. Oh, I know how Angelo feels about me now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just think that there's a there's a it run, that runs a fine line because it does sound like fun and it's a new experience, but you have but you're under the constant. There's a stress of like doing it with coworkers, even if it's coworkers you don't know because they're from oh, a yeah. different country. I never because met any still, of those guys ever again. Because well, the 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 stress comes from you're still sort of being monitored. Yeah. Like you can't just go balls it's to the wall now. Oh, you, right? no. right. I could have gone gotten twice as drunk as I did every night, and I still would have been one of the more tame ones. I still like the Quebecois salesmen were crazy. So wow. so it's 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 just it's March now, obviously, but. Um, you know, we just passed like the holidays and there's, everyone has holiday work parties. I do not consider holiday work parties to be real parties. Oh no. Uh, Because you cannot let, you should not rather let loose, let loose. People do let loose. I 
do not advise it. it like I'm not someone who does I that, but I do cannot respect it. someone who does either because you you have to be way smarter than that. Oh yeah, it's just I, not smart. I certainly agree. Right, and that and for the for that exact reason is why I would almost not consider that trip a vacation. But it was a fun experience. I hope it was very good. So that yeah. like I, I can give you a that vacation either. Right. No vacations have to be like. There's a certain level of untetheredness. No, to it. there's also a certain level of self fulfillment. It has to be something you want to do and something that you find enriching. We right. got to go on airboats and I got to hold a baby alligator and then I got to eat some alligator. Oh, what? <laughs> Was it the same alligator? No. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. <laughs> well, that feels like an incomplete experience. What? I, had, I ate alligator. What's wrong alligator? with that? Yeah, it tastes kind of like chicken. It, it's, it's actually fishy good. chicken. No, I, I, I would, or stringy chicken. I it definitely it. wasn't stringy, but the. The way that it was prepared for me, it was well, like I mean, you had a fresh baby. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was really. like it's like chopped up into like little nuggets, deep fried with like a great Louisiana sauce. It was sure. Oh, I've also it was really tasty. I in that same vein, I don't really like uh, frog legs. <laughs> I would never eat frog legs. <laughs> I almost said chicken legs, but okay. I meant frog legs. Funny, super weird side tangent. A friend of mine recently brought up the fact that. Leap year doesn't seem to have any food traditions associated with it, so we should make some. And my very first thought was, I guess we're eating frog's legs, and I have no idea how to prepare those. And she goes, how do you... Oh. No, we should not do that. I'd rather have crickets. Crickets. Ugh. Just, I don't mind just crickets. some, like, sautéed crickets. I don't mind crickets. You can get them Deep at... fried crickets. You can get them from Telespark. Really? Oh. Yeah. I guess they're really getting behind that like whole insect Like, human food-grade crickets? Yes. Really? Wow. Yeah. How are they prepared? Like, wait, they like, I think they prepare them Baker for you. fried. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay. It's 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 a pre. Okay, like, I got a bag. Like, for you're whatever gonna reason, go... I thought you could just go there. It's like, yes, one bag of crickets, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like picking a lobster. They have a tank of them. Oh, <laughs> you're yeah. like, that, one, that, that one. one? <laughs> that, that one looks spicy. extra lively, right? Oh, that one looks like he's really giving the other ones That'd a run for its money. You see that one? That one with a little smile on its face. Let's wipe that smile off its face. Oh, God damn it. Maybe that's what it's into. You Once I know. saw a shiny a lobster in a tank, I don't, all the other ones were like that deep red. Yeah, but you this got one a blue was like, or gray or No, it was, it was a bright orange. Wow. Oh, it, yeah. it's gone off. I actually took a picture of it and posted it to Facebook. It was like six years ago. Right, right. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I found a real life shiny. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I'm In that case, I want to talk about food. Uh, Let's talk about food. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? Okay, there's something that I gets brought up to me a lot. Uh huh. People who are my friends uh-huh. know that I like food. Yes. I like preparing food. I watch like cooking shows on YouTube uh, or like little small documentaries and things like mm-hmm. that. But I also just like eating food, Can't not just blame. making it. Yep. <laughs> so, but there are people who don't love eating food. There are people who, who see it as like sort of a rote activity. Well, there are some so people they, who like, are just like, it's refueling. Yes. I and have the, dated someone like this. And it's disappointing, right? Oh, totally. Like, I'm okay with uh, dating or seeing somebody who is picky, but they're still gonna, like, they, they don't see eating food as just a chore. But I do have problems with sort of like, yeah, it's just a chore, so I'll eat the same thing day to day or like be very bland in my general food choices. But anyway, people have always told me that because whenever the topic of food comes up, I, you know, I express interest in it. I, I, you do the thing where you're kind of, your your eyes light up and Mm -hmm. then you get really excited. Yeah. Like, and you you tell people about, you tell, you tell people sort of about the qualities of the things that you like. Yep. Totally. Um, 
As, and then as people, a fellow foodie, lover yeah. of food, I definitely do that too. So do you get? Do you ever get people who tell you that you should do the thing that you like as a career? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, I don't, because I do not agree with that idea at all. No, because if you do it as a career, it kind of takes some of that joy out of it, because uh, it's no longer... Yeah. Something you do for I've fun talked. or self-enjoyment. It's now something that you have yeah. to do to get paid. I've, I've talked about this in relation to streaming. Yeah. Where a lot of people are like, I like playing games. Let's see if I can do it. Like, like I've had people casually say, I'll do it. I'll try and do it like professionally one day. Like, I'm going to try and stream one day. I'm like, buddy, I know streamers who are professional. I know how many hours they put in just to start. A lot. And the fact that they can make money now is only a reflection of how much money they had to put in, or how much time and effort they had to put in and before. Money. Yeah, and so, money. And yes. money, too. Like, I these aren't watching... things you can just get into with, like, a terrible little PC. Right. Yesterday, I started watching a streamer uh-huh. at uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. And it's a guy I just regularly watch streaming. Uh-huh. He does it to make up rent because he lives in Vancouver. Oh, sure. poor guy. He didn't stop until 4 p.m. today. What? Yeah. How does he... What? Around he, 8 a.m., he was begging hustle, for death. Man. Yeah. Oh. He was, he was like, why hustle. am I awake so long? All I want is the achievement for 24 hours. All it's dream. And you told me this that. He, so, and it. he was like that at 8 a.m.? Yes. So he went for another uh, eight hours yes. after that before he stopped. That's uh, crazy. He, th- I can do that completely for charity, insane. I guess. Yeah, we do it for charity. But, but he did do it. Charity is different. Charity is a wonderful charity. girl. <laughs> and she deserves all the, the sweetest thing money ever. that we throw at her. Yeah, we really do. Right? <laughs> throw lots of money at her. <laughs> right. uh, but on the topic of food, I wanted to bring up two other things. Places that we like in Calgary. Mm. Because there's been a couple of new places that popped up recently that I've heard good things about. Mm. Uh, this, these are not official sponsors, but hey, good food is good food. Uh, one of them is Kim's Katsu. Okay. Yes. If you haven't heard of it, I have haven't heard of it. They are rather uh, Kim's Katsu is, I think it's a Korean sort of katsu dinner place. Maybe they probably do lunch too. Okay. They do. Um, you know, so we're ta- we're talking pork and chicken cutlets. I'm sure, maybe yep. beef. I All don't know. the deep fried stuff. I haven't been there yet. So I just I, go there and I ask Kim for his katsu, right? I think that is pretty much the. The the gist. Except, however, happy. Kim is first of all, Kim is not just a male name. It can be Kimberly. Second of all, Kim is also a family name in Korea. <laughs> yeah. You can be Kim Kim if you have Kim if you're like Kimberly Kim. It does. So happen. I don't know if <laughs> you'll yes. be asking Kim for his katsu. That's like saying I'm gonna go to Burger King and ask for the the king himself to serve me. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Gentlemen at the counter, I wish to speak to the king. Yeah. I if have an important, important respect <laughs> request. Yeah. I have a boon to ask of the court. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, oh, Kim dude, you should totally do that. You should totally do... There's a skit there. I'm telling you right now. It's literally, oh. you go to a Burger Excuse game. me, young man. Yeah. I have very important business, and I need to speak to the king immediately. <laughs> yeah. I need... One liter of cola. <laughs> I require... No, no. I require... I require a liter of cola. If it pleases the court, I have brought items to trade. Precious metals. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, sovereign... I uh, understand. An imagery this of cannot be done post-haste. I have Im- brought my jester for entertainment. <laughs> imagery of... Imagery of foreign... Uh, foreign state of head. <laughs> head of state, rather. <laughs> 
imagery of foreign head of state on this tiny so paper. Foreign state of a head. This yeah. is not quite paper. This this plastic posing as paper. Yes. yes. I know not this wizardry, this wizardry of this material. But so tell me more about Kim's Katsu. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I I want to go. That's all it really comes down to. I will Sweet. go with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> and your right. and my bow. Yeah, and my belly. <laughs> and my appetite. And my chopsticks. Right. Yep. Um, there's also a there's a bunch of like Italian places that I wanted to go to that are like they're not new. <laughs> None of them are new. So I've been on such a like Asian kick for the last few years that I haven't gone out for Italian unless other people have asked me to go out for Italian. Yes. And like that's how you know, that's how you know that it's not something that I usually go out of my way to go get to, but I did find a really good one. Um it's on 16th Ave and it is called 16th Ave Northwest. Yeah. It's actually really close to Gogi. Uh It's close to Gogi. All right, well while you're looking that up. The problem with Italian food. Okay. It's good. Yeah. It's hard to do wrong. Certainly. It's hard to do wrong. Yeah. And it's easy to justify making it yourself at home. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that it's going to be as good. Lab. I will absolutely put it there. But it's hard. I can absolutely agree with your, where you're coming from, uh-huh. from why you may or may not go for it, because whether like you would have to have a reason to sort of just go out for Italian food, because a lot of the time it probably feels like you could make it at home. Maybe it's a lesser version, but if as long as you like it, I almost never get pasta at a restaurant. Yeah. That's that's basically it. By the way, it's called My name's Angelo, and I make pasta at home. What's it called? La Vienna. I know where that is. They have, um, they have like a steak sandwich special, I remember. Yeah. I used to live near there, You went to an Italian place for a steak sandwich? No, I've never been there. Oh. I used to live near there. Speaking of Italian food at home. Yes, uh, last week on a whim, uh-huh. yeah. I bought some Anaheim peppers, and I was like, I have no idea what these are, except that they're peppers. I'm going to put them in a pasta sauce. Please don't tell me you let sauce. them go to waste. No, they were fantastic. Okay. Uh, I'd I, never had them before, and I put them in a, in the pasta sauce, and they added like this little smoky kick at the end, and it was fantastic. Yo, my favorite pepper you... is serrano peppers. Serrano? Yeah, Serranos are, are amazing. Did you at least use like gloves while preparing it and all that good Why stuff? Why the fuck would I use gloves on Anaheims? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> They're what they 500 are. Scoville. I can't tell if yeah, that's spicy flavor. or not. No, they're flavored. They're flavored. A jalapeno is at I, like one to three thousand. <laughs> oh, I don't think okay. I ever had a, a pepper with that kind of flavor to it, huh. and it was great. It was like, why, why have I not known about this before? I would love to try this now. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and like if you just eat it raw, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste that. It, it tastes just like a spicy bell pepper, except I need mildly to remind spicy you, bell pepper. I can't pepper. have bell peppers. Wait, what? I can't have She's bell peppers. allergic to bell peppers. You're allergic I'm to bell peppers? allergic to bell what peppers. What the fuck? Yeah, but don't I have Anaheim peppers. Have, but I can still have chili peppers. You can't have, like, salsa. That's true. I can't. I have That's to make my own. That's too bad. Salsa's great. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Um, I will say, back to the jalapeno thing, jalapenos are scum peppers. They're, they're, I don't think there's they're any everywhere. value in them. They're everywhere. Uh, they're not particularly tasty. They are, like, they have spice. That's fine. They but you can get flavor. But you can get spice. You can get better flavor. And the same amount of spice from banana peppers. Mm. I counter you. Cut a jalapeno in half. Shove it full of cream cheese. Oh well, but I can do that with a, but I can do that with a banana pepper. You can also do that with a banana. 
Uh, no, actually, right. has anyone attempted to do this with a banana peel? Just like empty out a, an entire banana peel somehow, leaving it in totally no. whole and stuffing it full of green First cheese. of all, no. Second of all, to Angelo, no. No! Third of all, I am right, you are wrong. Wow, this is how we end arguments here. Yeah. Okay, then. There's Jay's nothing, a dictator. I, there, how it really comes about is that I don't really feel like there's anything particularly good about a jalapeno that you couldn't do with a bell pepper oh, or with a, with a with banana any pepper, other pepper that that doesn't have a better flavor. Oh, you're right. Or uh, like a similar spice level. Like I, But I think jalapenos just tend to be sort of acidic and crap. It is clear to me that you both have very, very nuanced opinions on spicy peppers. There's just better stuff. Like it, every 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 ingredient has its place. Like some people really hate green bell peppers, for example, because they're technically just unripe red and yellow. My peppers. opinion on that is, I I I choose between green bell peppers and red bell peppers depending on the rest of the color of the dish to add visual interest. Colors an an important part of the dish, but. Bell peppers, green bell peppers are they bitter. Taste different. They're oh, bitter. they are. They're more bitter than red. And they're peppers. not. But if your dish needs bitterness, there's nothing yeah. wrong about having it. However, there are people who are like vehemently against it just because they exist. I'm sort of feeling the way that way about jalapenos, but that's because I do honestly just believe that there's not much that a jalapeno can offer versus other peppers in the same range. Personally. In my case, uh, deals a baby you know, with spicy food. Yeah, and so now you have Anaheim about peppers. about the, uh, the hottest she can deal with. Right. Mm. But now you have Anaheim peppers. Yeah. Anaheim apparently. peppers are about like an eighth of the spice. Yeah, but they're, but they're tasty. Oh, it, the taste is fantastic. And I think that that alone sort of... Makes up for it. Yeah. 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 Outpaces a jalapeno. You were going to say something. Um, I was going to say something. So speaking of restaurants that are uh, maybe not as well known in Calgary, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing that food and ex- food and drink experience for the next two weeks. Is that related to the same thing as like the white table thing that they it do? It used to be called Big Taste, and then that got shut down. Big Taste. This is its yes, little successor okay, program. Taste. So food and experience or food and drink experience in Calgary. Right. Um, so a whole bunch of fairly high-end restaurants have come together and just they're doing a fixed price, uh, fixed menu. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, one of my most recent favorites, Nupo, came up and I was like, I'm totally going to do this. And then I looked and they were completely out of reservations and I was horribly heartbroken for like the space of 15 hours. In on the uh, sort of opposite vein of like restaurants two of my favorite restaurants have closed down in the last five years wow in the last three years wow shikiji uh shikiji, closed yeah that very recently happened and that's really disappointing they Super. had really great ramen. food oh. period oh their ramen was like so their sushi good. and everything was good too their takoyaki mm-hmm. was good their um not just the ramen but their noodle dishes that like they they had actually like cold soba and everything like that as well i also have nostalgia associated with them because i've been going to them for so long they're like Like, they're amazing and then basically i don't know what their were their business was how their business was doing specifically but basically what shut them down was a water main broke and it just damaged the restaurant and they were like we can't do it that's a bummer that's a big bummer right that's 
nothing of their no fault of their own right and i feel like if they really wanted to that they could probably have set up like some kind of go go fund me and people probably would have paid in for it oh, but yeah. maybe they didn't want to do it and again i don't know what the state of their plans were anyway so maybe they were going to retire they were in five just years. looking for a reason they were going to retire in five years maybe like for all yeah. i know right so i i totally get that it my is... other favorite one is was uh tango bistro oh no way yeah they closed down like like two years ago at least no yeah they were great they had those great oyster uh shots they had amazing steak and and just amazing surf and turf options honestly holy i had no so that makes me real upset and any anytime that i have like restaurants that i love closed down i get like pissed because the reason why i like them is because they have to be unique in some way they must offer something that's not just like in the general range of what they're sort of by um, rote yeah. You know, like their standard offerings. Exactly. Yeah. So they were all sort of special in their in their way. And now that two of them are gone, I'm like, well, crap. I hope I find something else because I don't know if that exists. Another one, uh, uh, The Rock or something like that. I think it was called The Rock or something like that. It used to be on 17th, uh, just, you know, down this way. And they closed down. They were like a small place. Um, but they had uh, some really creative, like, fusion um, between like Eastern Western, um, they'd have like ribeye poutine, huh. for example, like they, but like, and that sounds sort of like janky a little bit, but they carry it out really well. Sounds tasty. So, um, they're gone. I'm sure Tracy's upset, <laughs> upset about that one too. Oh no. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Uh, but the, the other thing is with food and I brought this up with friends, but I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I know it sounds snobby, don't get me wrong, but I don't like average food. This man prefers a shitty restaurant experience to an unmemorable one. Yes. I like, like, you already have a good, you already know what a good or like, you know, the best restaurant experience might be. That's, that's the fun part. Average makes you complacent about it. And then that means you'll forget how you or, or how you felt about it and then you'll just go back and you'll just be mediocrely disappointed again whereas if you have a shit experience you'll know it was shit the food was shit the service was shit the the the, the like cook was shit like sorry but it's just maybe you're not shit all the time but that's how it was when i got there i know that i will never go there again easy yeah <laughs> but and if you know- it's average I might fall into that trap again. Case in point, <laughs> McDonald's, but not just McDonald's, <laughs> not just McDonald's. They're fucking, they have, so sometimes, the only time I really go to McDonald's anymore is for like small snack stuff or breakfast. I don't even go to McDonald's. I can't Smart remember girl. the last time I went. Dia likes Big Macs. One of the things I really like in general, not from McDonald's, I like breakfast wraps. They're my prefer, one of my okay. preferred breakfast foods. Okay. McDonald's, your breakfast wraps. Oh our my. ass oh no There's a but they're very plain ass yeah <laughs> so when i they're go the most common denominator i of will breakfast bread. yeah i will literally go there be like what do i want for breakfast because it's just like six in the morning you know how many options do i have right i go there i'm like what could i go for you know what i always like <laughs> i like breakfast wraps i see it i'm like hmm. but now i've had it like three times, so it took me the that old... that long to learn because how average it is. And the now I will not are have the it. only thing worth it. Like, give me I... a sausage and egg McMuffin, and yes. I'm happy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I 
No the hash browns are fine. Hash browns? Also, yeah, no, hash browns are okay. Because hash browns don't taste the same as they used to. I don't know what they've changed, but they do not taste like the hash browns I used to love. You're I'm not bad. wrong. I've never been in love with them. And I used that's to why love I think them. they're fine. I used to love them in yeah. like, you know, junior high, high school. I used to love their hash browns, specifically theirs. Not Timmy's, not the ones from me. Okay, but Timmy's hash browns have legitimately always been garbage. Okay, fair. Timmy's? Yes. Fair yeah, because point. they bake theirs. Sure. They're not fried. And and that makes a difference. Like your the texture is just far off. Anyway, whatever it is that McDonald's has done to their hash browns since now I was I a think teenager. About it. Just awful. Yeah. McDonald's hash browns are the only ones I've ever had that consistently stay together. What? I like I like, like dubs. Almost every time I've gotten a hash brown from another place, they'll be falling apart as I eat them. Can I can I interject here? Sure. I know we're talking about uh, fast food. Yeah. Uh, hash browns, but diner hash browns, and I'm not talking about home potatoes. You're not talking about like home the, fries where it's the home large. Fries, sorry, you're yeah, talking yeah. about like the small little actual hash browns. Yeah, like or when you're, you're actually about the shredded hash browns. Uh, shredded hash browns. Ooh, okay. I love those it. are the best yes. form of hash brown. Yes. Because they you know, what you can do is you can fry some onion, you get some uh, 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 seasoning salt. If you think that fast fruit fast food hash browns and those are the only ones you've ever had, you think those are real hash browns, that's because you've man. never had real hash browns. That, that, that golden stuff? brown hockey puck of just oh. crunch that McDonald's sells, it's acceptable. For for no, what real it's for, not acceptable. Well it's if just, if you're just no. if, if you need If you just a, want a wedge of potato, hash, yeah. 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 But it's not acceptable if but you're if talking you about like hash browns. Ha- if you're a person who's just had like homemade hash browns or like proper restaurant breakfast place hash browns, and then you went to McDonald's and they gave you that little puck, you'd be like, the fuck is this? What the- I didn't ask for a cross-section of potato. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Okay, so back to the original point. Right. Jay, do you feel like this would ruin your love and appreciation in general of food if If you were a food critic for a job? A career? I could not be... I wouldn't want to be a food critic because I don't really want to shit on food either. I don't necessarily... Like, first of all, you have to be understanding that you are subjective. You're always going to be subjective about food. There is food I do not like. I will never like it. You can give me the best salmon salad sandwich or tuna salad sandwich in the world. And I will take a bite because I respect food. I will not like it. It's almost guaranteed. So I, I, I'm i not willing to like uh, be a food critic. I'm not willing to be a cook or a chef. Back to that original point about working in your passions. Because I do believe it takes away from it. I also know that it's not an easy life. I'm not looking for an easy life specifically, but uh, I don't... For your chosen career path? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, no. no. Right? No. Yeah. But, like, like that's not that's not something I'm guilty of anyways. But, like, in being a chef, knowing the hours that you put in and sort of, like, the monotony of the crap that you have to go through, I wouldn't do it. I feel like being a chef would be the same bullshit every night. Maybe. But yeah, but I mean, you just get worn down by that. Yeah, and then no, that, like it would but from a passion point, that would really suck. Oh yeah, my brother-in-law, we didn't like him anyway, but he was a <laughs> chef, and uh, I don't know how much of his unlikable personality was because of a chef. He was a chef. 
But he or how he... much he just came by it honestly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But he was a chef and he was a miserable person. Oh, wow. That's that's probably <laughs> that's two things funny. we can separate. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've known some, you know, very... I'm sure it's possible for a chef to be a good person. I've known some very renowned chefs and they are, you know, I know some good people. I'm sure not all They're not mutually are exclusive like things, yeah. No. Um, I don't know. Uh, like, Angela, would you want to watch anime for a job? Uh, hmm. Would you want to be an anime critic? <laughs> I totally you? would. If I could make a living out of it. Well, you did yes. run a blog for a while, didn't yeah. you? I tried. That was more for just the sake of making and updating blog software more oh. than blogging about anime. But you did have, oh. but I do recall that. Yes, I, I never, I'll be honest, I never read it because I. Of course, why would you? Yeah, why would I? I it's not like because it's you, it's because I don't read, I wouldn't read anybody. Like, I keep a, a backup of that database. I could get that backup and running, like, in an afternoon if I wanted. Yeah. Huh. But, uh,. Yeah, uh, but if you're seriously being paid for it, do you think you would? If like I made myself into like an Annie Tuber or something, mm-hmm. I'd have to learn how to edit video. I'd finally have to wrap my brain around that. Uh, but if I could do it, sure, why not? That 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 makes one of us like, for sure. Most cause... of my hobbies, any given one, I could easily turn into a career, as long as I didn't turn all of them into a career. No, I like I, like, I things like that right I love. Now, I would not turn to careers. My my love and passion for computers is my career. I'm happy with that, and I don't hate computers anymore because of it. But you're not. If you're I not became, actually, I would argue that you're not really in that specific field. You're in a related field. My work computer use is very different from my home computer use, and this. All, all today, I was cursing my ass out at Excel because fuck Excel. Sure. Okay. And I would never touch mm. Excel in my free time. Sure. Fair. But I mean, I don't I don't write software in my free time. I write software in my free time. I do not. Yeah. I do that yeah. as my full-time job. Yeah. I, feel I do like voice acting as a side job for a reason. Side hustle. Side like, hustle for a reason. But, but again, passions and hobbies... And interests are all different things that could lead to a career. Sure. But you still have to have the right mindset understanding what you're about to approach. Mm-hmm. In my case, I always have other hobbies that I can relax with. Right. So if only one of my hobbies was my main career, I don't think it would be a problem for me. That's totally fair. Uh, of course, it would be certain ones. Yeah. Like, fair. Yeah. Fair. I think we're going to end this episode, uh, but... It was pretty good. Uh, thanks for coming along on this one. And I hope you guys check out Dara Def. I hope you guys check us out soon at Calgary Expo as well. Because that's coming up in about a month, I want to say. Yep. I hope you save $5 off the door price. Exactly. And if you guys have any thoughts about having Anything a hobby ever. as a career or some Tell us about your hobbies. Right? Tell us places, about your food. Some food. Tell us how you've just deep-throated an Anaheim pepper. Wow. Thanks. Please tell us about it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's Don't not recommended. Out a pepper. It's not recommended. That's not the recommended method of Intake. partaking in peppers. No. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Take care. See you next time. Bye.